Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Okay, welcome to the show today. I'm excited to share with you a veteran in the business, you know, um, and it's always great to go and see what people are doing in the world to continue to impact. So welcome to the show, Matt Wolf. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. I'm glad to have you. So I appreciate you taking the time to be here and uh, sharing your message with the world and continuing to impact, you know, businesses and people's lives as you uh, continue to get your message out there. So um, again, I'm excited to, to hear this story. So I always like to kind of jump in to find out a little bit about what your background was, you know, where you grew up mm-hmm. and and uh, what that looked like for you. Sure. Yeah. So I, I was born and raised in San Diego and I'm still in San Diego. So I've pretty much spent my whole life here, uh, moved away from San Diego for about three years to a slightly different climate, a little further north of me and went, nope, and came back to San Diego. So <laughs> uh, yeah, it can't, it can't keep me away from here. Um, right. But yeah, so uh, growing up, I had entrepreneur parents. My parents actually, uh, you know, we were talking before the recording, my parents actually started a shutter company. So it was a, a family business that I, I worked for pretty much in high school and a little bit of college. And then when I was in college, I kind of, I, I was a musician, I played guitar. Um, I was in some bands. So in college, I kind of got the itch to, to go play music. So I left the, the family company for a little bit and toured with my band and played some shows around the country and then came back and faced the reality and went back to the shutter company and worked there for several more years before um, the, the, the housing market kind of took a turn in 2008. And in 2008, the, the company just kind of got crushed. You know, people weren't buying houses anymore. And the people that did have houses weren't spending on luxury items like that. And so the, the company just kind of went downhill. And I actually saw the writing on the wall, thought that the company was going to end. And I actually quit maybe three or four months before the company ended up going under. Um, so I need to jump back. My parents actually sold the company. <laughs> so when the company went under in 2008, it was actually under a new owner, but I was working for this new boss. So it was no longer the family business by the time things you know, started to hit the fan, so to speak. Uh, so in 2009, when it was kind of towards the end, I decided I'm gonna jump ship from the company and go all in on my in- internet business. So while I was working at the Shutter Company in the evenings and, and things like that, I was building websites for people, um, my, my current business partner, Joe Fear, uh, him and I, we actually both worked at the Shutter Company together. So in the evenings and in kind of breaks and stuff like that, we were experimenting with creating blogs and selling advertising and doing SEO and just kind of going down the rabbit hole in the internet marketing world. This is around 2007 or so. So from 2007 to 2009, we were just kind of honing our skills outside of the office hours. And in 2009, when I knew the company was going was gonna to end, I pretty much jumped ship and went all in on the internet stuff. And that was kind of the, the genesis of it. My, my very first course was a, a course called the WordPress Classroom in 2009 is when I launched that one. And it was pretty much what it sounds like. It was a, a course about how to install and, and run a WordPress site. And then uh, from there, I've had probably 
20 different businesses in the internet space, you know, from e-commerce to consulting, to selling info products, to affiliate marketing, to, you know, working behind the scenes on other people's businesses. It's kind of been all over the place, more courses, uh, just done a lot, a lot of stuff since then. <laughs> right. That's good. So, so as people are listening, I know sometimes we kind of hear the successes of, you know, what, what, what we've been able to achieve and we'll get into more of the details of what's going on there, but but the, um, it wasn't like an overnight, like, Hey, I made the decision to start my business. Then all of a sudden I'm, you know, having this great success. Right. So what were those first steps and challenges that you started to face? Yeah. So like, so in 2007, we started our, our first blog before 2007, I was doing some freelance stuff, at, you know, building websites for people and things like that on the side, 2007, my partner and I started our first blog and that blog from 2007 to 2009 it got up to a peak income of about $200 per month. So when I actually left my job in 2009, we were making $200 a month. And that was a business with two partners. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we were covering like our hosting costs and like the cost of an autoresponder. And then we were each maybe taking another 30 bucks on top of that, right. you know, for beer money or something. Right. Uh, so the first two years of that, I mean, we weren't really making any money. It wasn't until... 2009 when I said okay I need to go all in on this and pretty much put my entire focus on building an internet business that we really started to see some growth and were able to replace our income but it was I mean it was definitely rough for the first I mean the two years we were working for the job but then even when we left that job and started building it both me and my partner Joe had wives who were supporting us at the time. I mean, we were we were joining masterminds and buying online courses on credit cards and going into debt to learn this stuff in the early days. And so, I mean, that was kind of the 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 reality. That was the rough beginning. It wasn't it wasn't for maybe three years in that I finally replaced the income that I was making in the old job. So, right. not not right. as smooth of a start. Yeah. And that's, that's great. Cause it's important. You know, I, I think a lot of times, especially if people are just starting out or even if somebody's got something, but they've been struggling a bit, you know, and, and they're thinking about throwing in the towel, right. Saying, you know, is this worth it? Maybe I should shift and do something else. Right. I'm sure you see in the industry, you see one day, you know, I remember this years ago, seeing somebody say, uh, you know, I'm a social media expert. I'm like, what were you last week? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, because really that was, it was like in the infancy of, of, you know, when things were starting. So it was like, you know, everybody would pivot and shift quickly, uh, to try and figure things out. But I think it's awesome that you've been able to, uh, one recognize that you're working through that. And here's the other cool thing. Now that you've had some success, you have a new set of challenges. Right? Mm, absolutely. <laughs> so, so, um, so that's good. So, um, so tell me a little bit about what, what is the drive for you? I'm just curious, like, you know, why you do what you do? How did you select this market? I mean, that's a good question. And it's something I, I don't totally know if I could fully articulate the answer, but <laughs> I've always been a computer guy. Like I, I was the type of person that um, my parents got me my first computer when I was like maybe eight or nine years old. It was a big monstrous computer that had a two megabyte hard drive on it, you know, uh, that had the little floppy disks. And I learned how to, I actually learned how to program in, like when I was maybe 11 or 12 years old, I was in elementary school when I learned how mm -hmm. to actually write my first code in, in QBasic and uh, on my, my old PC. And so I've just always been in love with computers and, and just figuring out how to do more and more with them. I actually made my first money ever online on the internet when I was maybe 
I'd say 19 or so. Um, so this was back in 2000 ish, uh, around there was when I actually made my first money on the internet by putting, by basically making video game websites. I was a fan of some games like Starcraft and Diablo and some right. video games that were popular at the time. And I, I built websites on free hosting companies like tripod and angel fire. And, uh, I'm sure some people listening will have heard of some of these things, but right. I, I built websites on those sites and I actually sold banner advertising on them. And, you know, at, at the time you'd be able to put a banner on your site and somebody would pay you like, you know, three cents every time somebody clicked on that banner. And so, the, uh, you know, I was making 20, $25 from internet websites back in 2000. And um, I was just, I was kind of hooked on it. I always sort of knew in the back of my mind that that was the world I was going to be in. You know, the shutter company that I was working at, it was the family business. It was kind of like the, the sort of lowest barrier to entry job that I could have at the time right. it was the family company. And so I was just kind of always doing computer stuff on the side. If I wasn't like working, it was doing computer stuff, figuring out new programming languages, building websites, learning, you know, PPC ads, learning SEO, just whatever I could. That was sort of the, the rabbit holes I was going down. So it, it's just kind of the, the sort of tech analytical sort of engineering mind has always been a big piece for me. Like I just want to push things to their limits and figure out what I can do with things that other people haven't figured out how to do yet. So like when it comes to the world that we're in now, that I think is what really drives me is I want to go and experiment with like marketing tactics and marketing tools and use tools in ways that people haven't used them before and figure out new uses for them. And like, I, I, I just love this sort of like, engineering innovation side of things and, and figuring right. out new problems to solve. Right. And it's, you know, it's always fascinating because I think sometimes people get into things, you know, maybe for the money only, right. And they're not really excited about the thing they're actually doing. Right. So it's cool that you're aware of that. Right. And seeing that, you know, and just obviously people listening here, you know, just, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of obviously doing things that you enjoy doing, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Because uh, who wants to live in a life doing things that you don't enjoy? There's plenty of people still doing that, you know, in jobs <laughs> right. that they hate, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so what would you say, you know, once you were able to, you know, cross over into what you would define as success, whatever that looked like for you and your partner, right? Um, and you've been, you know, going along, what was, what would, be, would you say was one of the biggest challenges that you faced? Hmm, one of the biggest challenges I've faced. Um, I, I don't know. There, there's there's so many challenges. I feel right. like I'm running into challenges more often than I'm running into like big wins. Right. So um, <laughs> like I, I do because there is this sort of perception on social media, right, where right. you people are posting all of their big wins, but you're not seeing all the challenges, but the challenges are probably way more frequent than the big wins. Right. Um, so I don't know. There, there, there's been a lot of challenges along the way. I, I know my my most current challenge, the one that I've been struggling with for the last four or five years in in our business, because we kind of we sort of stabled out for for like recently with I was testing all sorts of different business models and things like that. But the last four or five years have been pretty consistent. And the struggle I have now is delegation. I just wanted I, I feel like I could do everything faster myself. I feel like it's going to take too long to explain things to people we'll go and hire people in our business to come build out a website for us. They'll get 50% of the way in. And I'll be like, you know what? 
I got some time. I could finish this thing up and I'll get in there and I'll just plug away on stuff and finish it off myself. So getting out of my own way has probably been my biggest current struggle is I have a hard time letting go. And that, and that's probably become a big bottleneck in our business. If I'm being totally honest is, is me wanting to have my hands and stuff because I just feel like I could do it faster. Right. You know, you're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, I've been guilty of the same, right? Um, You know, even with people on my team that I, you know, will send stuff to, I'll say, you know, they'll say, why are you doing that? (laughs) Exactly. And then then now they got to the point where they got smart and they locked me out of, you know, stuff. So I can't get in and mess things up. So (laughs) yeah, we're getting to that point with a lot of things in our business. (laughs) Yeah. So, so I think that's a common thing for most business owners, right? You know, we, we tend to, especially if we, we are proficient with being able to do certain things, multiple skill sets that we develop, you know, we, we think, you know, it's kind of like me with advertising. It's like the, uh, you know, it's like Google's my baby. Like nobody could do it like me. I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. I finally built a team and watched the way they structure campaigns. I'm like, man, they do it so much better than me. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's all they do, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's definitely awesome once you let that go and you know, let up control and and realize you can still go in and tinker, but you know, yeah, not, I'm getting better at it. But it's yeah. definitely something I'm still having to work on. <laughs> that's good. So tell me what what is your world domination plan? Like what is the the impact and legacy you want to have, you know, the longer term vision for you? Yeah, I mean with with, with you know me and my my partner/co-host, we we're pretty much on the same wavelength with our vision and the funny thing is the vision isn't it doesn't really revolve around money at all. We just want to have the biggest business podcast in the world and mm-hmm. you know there's obviously a lot of biz, uh, benefits that would come off the back of having a massive business podcast, but okay. that's that's really our goal is we want to be able to uh, to have that reach, to have that megaphone, to have that that big voice where we can sort of spread our message and and show the world that there's an easier way to live. And and I think during you know COVID, during all the lockdowns and stuff, I think people have actually started to get a taste of like, oh, I can actually create income and and you know stay alive without having to drive into an office every day. And and it's kind of like there's you know, people are just realizing this world exists that we've been immersed in for the last, you know, 12, 13 years. And, and I think that's really what we get driven by is, is opening people's eyes to look, there is a better way to live. There is an easier way to live, you know, not just make more money, make more money, make more money, but like, you know, we talk about minimizing expenses and, you know, having a, a more simple lifestyle and, and just simplifying your life as well, you know, so that you don't require as much money. Like uh, we're just as motivated by simplifying things so that we have less expenses as we are by, you know, trying to grow the income as big as possible. We're just trying to find that homeostasis, right? We just right. want to find that that world where we're making more than we earn and the life we're living, we're happy with. And, you know, if we can do that through the medium of podcasting and having amazing conversations with people, I mean, that's, that's the dream for us. Right. Okay. So, so obviously it's very heavy on, you know, creating a lifestyle, right. Mm. Doing things that you love doing. Um, and what would you say to someone that's listening today that, that is, you know, maybe they were in that place where you were years ago when you were starting out, or maybe they're a little bit further along. Um, what would be one thing you'd want to share with them? Oh man, I can probably list a ton of cliches. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I mean, like the, the, the one that comes to mind the most and that I, I feel myself repeating to so many more people is to figure out how to enjoy the journey more than you are motivated by the end result, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's probably been the biggest lesson for me over the last, you know, 10-ish years 
in, in the beginning, I was, it was always kind of like, I will have made it when I'll be happy when I'll, I'll feel comfortable with my finances when, and there's always some future point that once I reach this point, that's when things are really going to turn around. The problem is the goalposts keep moving. Anybody who's an entrepreneur knows that you're not going to be happy once you finally hit the goalpost that you set for yourself in the beginning. The goalpost is just going to move. So the, the big lesson for me there was just in, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you know, the, who cares about the goalpost that you're trying to get to? Figure out how to have fun doing what you're doing on a daily basis. And I know that comes back around to that, that lifestyle piece you were just saying, but that, that truly is what motivates us. If we're not having fun doing what we're doing, we're going to pivot pretty quickly. So right. for us, it's all about enjoying what we're doing more so than waiting till some predetermined date in the future to finally start enjoying what we're doing. Right. That's good. That's definitely some uh, uh, deep wisdom around enjoying the journey, right? Because, you know, as entrepreneurs, we can get caught up in the goal and the things we want to be able to achieve. But, you know, just just sharing that, you know, will help open the, you know, it's, it's easier said than done, right? Absolutely. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, um, but, but definitely some great advice, you know, around, uh, you know, what, how people can change their perspective on how they're approaching things every day. Great stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, um, so what are some things that you're working on right now? You know, obviously you got the podcast, you got, you know, uh, you know, the, the trainings that you provide the courses, stuff like that. You know, what, what are some of the, the, the things that got you excited right now around that? Yeah. So, I mean, we've got our podcast, the hustle and flow chart podcast, and that's the thing that both me and my partner were that that's what lights us up the most. We, mm -hmm. we, it's, it's a, it's free content. There's no barriers for people to access it. We're interviewing high level entrepreneurs and having great conversations. So we're really enjoying those conversations, but then we're also ultra excited to get those conversations out into the world for other people to hear. So our podcast is like that. That's the thing for us. We, we just want as many people to check that out as possible. Um, but outside of the podcast, we've got our, our membership, which is the Evergreen Profits membership. And uh, essentially what that is, is it's an extension of the podcast. So if you listen to the podcast and you enjoy it, we actually have uh, action guides from every single episode. So every interview we do, we have somebody on our team who takes notes on the interview, not transcripts, but like Cliff's notes of the episode. So that theoretically you could read the notes and get all of the same ahas and takeaways that you would have gotten from the interview itself. Right. So uh, that's what's inside the Evergreen Profits membership. So it's we have a, a $15 a month membership and you get all of the action guides. So any episode you hear, if you're a member, we're going to send you an action guide to that episode. Um, so, you know, that thing we've been doing for since 2017 now, maybe 2016. Uh, I actually don't remember when we started that. But yeah, we've been doing that one for a while now. And that, that sort of has been our sort of flagship business for a while. And then just recently, within the last couple of weeks, we opened a course called Pod Hacker at podhacker.com. And that is a, a, a course on how to growth hack a podcast. So mm -hmm. anybody who has a podcast, if you want to learn how to, you know, spike your numbers and, and find new avenues to, to grow your audience, that's what Pod Hacker is all about. Love it. You know, and gave me tons of ideas there, right? <laughs> Good stuff. You know, um, so, so um, as we start to close out here, what, what would be uh, uh, the best way for people to find you? Yeah, if you just go to hustleandflowchart.com, uh, that if you're on an iPhone, that'll redirect you to the podcast in iTunes. If you're on an Android, I believe it redirects you to Spotify. And if you're on a computer, it'll take you to our website. Um, but pretty much everything flows from the podcast. Um, so, hustleandflowchart.com is where it's at. Okay. Well, I appreciate you being here, Matt. I appreciate you taking the time to share your wisdom and insights to help people along the way. 
And uh, thank you for taking time to be here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Daniel. It's been fun. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.